Welcome everyone to a special NBA Finals reaction version edition episode of Couch Potato Diary coming to you from the Clearwater Cleaning Solutions broadcast studio. Clearwater Cleaning Solutions is your one-stop commercial and residential cleaning company based out of Calgary. They have a fantastic team who are ready to make your life simpler and easier by fulfilling all of your cleaning needs. Check them out online, clearwatercleaningsolutions.com. So, coming out of game four of the NBA Finals, we were blown away, buzzing about Steph Curry's brilliance. In game five, the main takeaway is how Golden State could win when Curry was almost the exact opposite of that. This is our NBA Finals game five post-game show. Thank you for uh, downloading, for listening. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at PrimetimeKline. This was a very strange game to watch. Uh, watching with my wife, and we were just kind of going through a bunch of players like, yeah, I don't know if this guy had a great game. Yeah, I don't know if this guy had a great game. And then you look, okay, so how are the how are the Warriors winning? I don't know. And the real answer to how the Warriors were winning this game was Andrew Wiggins. This was the definitive Andrew Wiggins game. When you draft a player first overall, and I get um, that that honor was not bestowed upon him by the Golden State Warriors, but when a player gets drafted first overall, these are the types of performances that you imagine, right? That this is when you think, okay, we are going to get a franchise player who is going to step up with a big hop on my back, guys, we got this game in the NBA Finals. That's what you think of when you're drafting a kid first overall. And that's what Andrew Wiggins did last night. Steph Curry, I didn't even think Steph played that badly. He just missed a bunch of shots. And we'll get into um, Steph in a second here, but I do want to focus on Andrew Wiggins. He just does stuff that no one on Golden State does you know like they have a bunch of guys who can shoot and they have a bunch of guys who can defend but Wiggins attacks I think better than anyone on Golden State um in a different way like Curry can attack the rim very very well and he weaves through traffic really really well and he can finish at the rim really 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 well really 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 well it's early um but Wiggins does it with such force and such ferocity and such a great finish that it's just it's different than anything Golden State does. And then he can defend players that no one else really on Golden State can do. Like, Clay, Clay can defend these guys, but Wiggins can shut them down. And that's what he's done here. And I go back to what he did against LeBron in the play-in um, last season, I believe it was. Yeah, they've only been doing this for two years, so last season. And I think that was really like, a, oh, oh, well, I can do this. And the defense that he has played on Tatum in this series and anyone else has been... Just absolutely stellar. And then the rebounding. You would think with Robert Williams being the size that he is and Golden State being the size that they are, that there would be a huge rebounding advantage for Boston. But Wiggins has figured out the timing, his, to the, the way to use his athleticism, the way to use his length to get these rebounds and just kind of stay away from Robert Williams while also still being someone close enough to Robert Williams to take the ball away from him. It, it is it is masterful to watch. I'm not saying like, hey, go back and watch Andrew Wiggins' rebounds if you got a free moment on a Tuesday. But seriously, like go watch him. The way that he is able to get away from just this black hole of, of Robert Williams III who would be boxing him out if he just got tangled up with him, the way he avoids that is still able to leap up and just use his go-go gadget arms to reach out and bring the rebound in has been 
phenomenal for for Golden State. And it's been huge because another thing that Golden State has been able to do in this series and the way they have all of their success, really, I'm just throwing things around in here. I'm so excited. But the way they've been able to have so much of their success in the series has been in the fast break and has been transition buckets. And you, you don't get to have those if you don't get the rebounds. And so Wiggins being able to get those rebounds and start the process of pushing the ball down the floor has been, I think, a huge part of what Golden State has been able to do. And again, his defense to create those stops, to create those opportunities, has been big in what Golden State's done. It's just, and like, if Golden State wins the series, Steph Curry is the MVP. There is no question about it. But Andrew Wiggins has certainly now found his role and the way that he can make the maximum impact in these basketball games. And it has been just a delight to watch. With Steph Curry, um, obviously this was not a great game for him, and I think he recognized it and was getting more players involved. I think he recognized it and was getting into the paint a little bit more, hitting a few more of the floaters. I think he finishes 7 for 23 shooting, so not a great Steph Curry night. When you're 0 for 11, I think it was, from 3, then that's going to impact the numbers a little bit. The problem with Steph, and it's just that there is no player like him ever, right? So you, you have to kind of judge it on a curve. But the problem with Steph is when he's not going well, or I guess when other players aren't going well, there are certain shots you want to see them take to try to get back into that rhythm. And with Steph, he's pulling up from just inside the logos. Like, okay, well, this is open for me. So let's see if this one goes in and it's just missing and it's just off. And it's like, man, when those shots are going in and when you got it going, it's great. When those shots aren't going in, if you were anyone else in the world, we'd be killing you right now. Steve Kerr would have you stapled to the blend bench. It would be whatever the next strongest adhesive from staple would be. He would have you that to the bench. Like, it's... Some of the shots he was taking last night, I was like, what the hell? Are, it's obviously not working for you. Do something else. And then he did. And he get in the paint and he had a floater and he'd be fine. And it's just, it's him, right? Like it's, if anyone else, if Fred Van Vliet was 0 for 8 from 3 and he pulled up from the logo and said, like, oh, fuck it, let's see if we go from here. I would lose my mind. Lose my mind. But it's Steph and he can do those things. Uh, a couple other, before we get to, to what's going on with Boston, a couple of other notes for Golden State. Um, Clay Thompson's back. Welcome to the series. Uh, the, the last couple of games, he has found his stride after, like, it, it's been a complete 180. It was a, oh, I don't know if they could play him in this series to now, oh, I don't know if they can take him off of the floor. Again, defensively, he's been stellar. And offensively, he's more comfortable handling the ball. He's more comfortable penetrating. And his shot is there. Like, everything that you think of Clay Thompson, I don't know if it's at 100%, but it's at about 95. And that is... That, that is great. And it's it's an, one thing we talked about in the Raptor series against Philadelphia. You knew Joel Embiid was going to be the best player in that series. But Toronto could not afford to have anyone else be the second best player in this series. I think the same thing goes here. You kind of know at this point, Steph is going to be the best player in the series. Boston needs to have two, three, and four. They need Tatum, Brown, Smart, Horford, whoever, um, to be the next guys. They can't afford to have Golden State have the two or three best players in the game at any point. And that's what they had in this last game. And it's it, like Clay, to see him back on this stage has been really great to see after the injury against the Raptors in the 19 finals and working his way back. It, it's been, oh, it's been a treat to watch. The game really turns with Jordan Poole hitting that buzzer beater at the, the end of the third quarter. And again, it's a, a Wiggins rebound and a quick outlet that kind of start, or it wasn't a quick outlet because Boston was trying to, to get in his way. But 
to to be able to to hit that late. I thought really that that was the the score was still very much in doubt, obviously, but that kind of felt like the dagger, the oh oh they're not going to win this game now, and it, it's just it it does kind of feel like a bit of a missed opportunity for Boston. Although it also felt like Boston was the second best team in this game. Like there's Boston to to come back from sixteen down to take that lead and then to just give it right back is has to be really disheartening for the the Boston Celtics. But I think what has to be more disheartening is. I don't think they played very well, right? Like I, I think they had some some real issues in this game defensively. I think their offensive execution is just gone. I saw someone on Twitter last night say, "No team forgets what they do best quicker than the Boston Celtics," and it's it's so true. Like just anything that they do to be successful just goes out the window for a while. And on offense, every shot seems to be so difficult for them. And part of that is I'm. I, I'm starting to transition to Boston. I do want to finish the thought on Golden State, so I'll transition it back by talking about Draymond Green, whose defense stepped up. Like, everyone stepped up defensively. Gary Payton Jr., or Gary Payton II, sorry, had an excellent game defensively, and then he's contributing offensively. Draymond Green had a great game defensively, and then he's contributing offensively. And those guys, like, you're not asking for 30 from both of them, right? Like, you're, you're not looking 30 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists on 60% shooting. You just need them to score enough that the defense has to be like, okay, yeah, I guess we'll pay attention to you. That's all you need. You just need a, the slightest bit of attention paid to them, and that will be that. And they, they were able to do that in this game. Like, just a, a true full team effort. I, I think that benching Draymond in that game, I don't want to say it was a wake-up call to him, but it just kind of reset things for him and reset his focus in a way that I don't think was there before. And just up and down. Steph Curry, was it his best game? No. Does he know how to get the best out of his worst games? Yes, he does. Andrew Wiggins, phenomenal. Klay Thompson, excellent. Draymond Green and Peyton and even Looney, good for what they were good for what was required of them. Steve Kerr, excellent series coaching. Just on down the line, this has been a great showing from the Golden State Warriors that has them one win away from an NBA championship. On the Boston side, we talked about Tatum needing to step up, and the stat line looks good. This was not a Tatum stepping up game. Um, you, you cannot wait until your second shift in the game to take a shot. If you're step up, hey guys, we need this game, I got us. That needs to be a tone that is set right from the word go. And there there is a credit to Golden State, the, the job that they have done defensively on, on Jason Tatum, I think as a big part of what Tatum um, hasn't done in this series. But I, I also think Tatum... And again, he's, it's easy to forget he's only 24. Like, we, we still, he still has some growth to go. But man, oh man, oh man. At some point, it shouldn't matter how they're defending you, right? Like, it, if you want to be in the upper echelon of the guys who you beat in these playoffs, with Durant, with um, Giannis, it didn't matter how they were defending KD. He was still making shots. It didn't matter how they were defending Giannis. He was still making shots. It shouldn't matter how they're defending you. You still need to be able to make shots. And like his distribution has been good. Other guys need to make shots too. And no one was really aside from that stretch in the third quarter where Boston worked their way back into the lead. No one's making any shots. And the issue for Boston then becomes this half court defense for the Celtics is great. I would say elite, but 
if you're not making shots, you don't get to play in the half court on defense because the other team gets to push the ball down the floor and gets you all discombobulated. Their transition defense got better in this game, but it's still not a strength for them the same way the half court is. They need their offensive execution to support what they're doing on the defensive side. And this game, it just, it, it was not there. When they were making shots on offense, they were then getting the stops on defense. That's how they were able to get back in this game. And that is how they can still get back into this series. They're going to be at home for game six. This is going to be, this is going to be a, a huge test. that They've had a couple of elimination games on the road, but not against Steph Curry, not against Klay Thompson, not against Steve Kerr, not against the Golden State Warriors, that this is going to be an interesting test. And this is going to be an interesting uh, I think, kind of litmus test to see where is Tatum in the hierarchy of the league? Because I, I was left wanting in this last game, and the the support wasn't there either. Like, Brown had a good game, but we talked about him before, where, hey, can you step up to show, like, oh, yeah, I can be this 1B guy. He didn't do that. They're just no one really played all that well for Boston, I didn't think, in this game. And I think that's, I mean, when no one plays well, that's going to cost you, right? So for the Celtics now, the adjustments, there needs to be... I think, a bit better offense. And again, Craig Golden State's defense, Peyton, Thompson, Wiggins, Draymond, all defending excellently right now. They need to get something figured out. They also need a little bit more support from the bench, as I'm kind of just bouncing around here. Um, White has been non-existent in this series. Grant Williams has only done bad things in this series. And Peyton Pritchard's been non-existent. The, the biggest impact Pritchard had in the game five was stepping out of bounds the first time he touched the ball. They need some of those guys to step up because I think part of Tatum's issue, he was airballing threes in the fourth quarter. I think Tatum's begged, man. He has had to battle in a couple of these series. Seven games against Giannis in Milwaukee. Seven games against Jimmy Butler in the heat culture in Miami. And now you're coming into this series and they are making him work, man, in ways he's never had to work before. And th this is part of the growth. This is part of the maturation of a superstar. But for right here, right now, Boston needs someone to be able to, to give him a bit of a blow on the bench because my guy looks bagged right now. So for Boston, it it's still right there for them, right? Like they are still in a position where like you win one game at home and then it's a game seven and anything can happen in a game seven. You've won in Golden State before. You were winning in Golden State in the third quarter of, of game five. So you, you can win there before you, you can win there again. The key for me, for Boston, you need to be able to set up your half-court defense. How do you do that? You execute on offense. Everything Boston get is getting looks so difficult right now. And whether it's Tatum, like anytime he goes to the rim and it's weird because there's no rim protection, but every time he's going to the rim, it just seems like the hardest damn thing. And he's putting up shots late that look so difficult and Golden State will give Horford open threes and will give Smart open threes. They need to hit them. Like that was the key for, um, for Boston in the Milwaukee series in game seven, Milwaukee decided we will allow these guys to beat us. And Grant Williams did. They're going to need someone to do that in this game. But the main thing for me, whether it's, getting great shots, or it's this, or it's that, or it's whatever, Tatum needs to be the guy that we saw in the first three rounds. If he's not, Golden State is celebrating the continuation of their dynasty on the home floor of the Boston Celtics in a couple of nights at TD Garden in Game 6. This series has been a blast. Talking it 
uh, about it with you guys has been a blast as well coming up tomorrow we are going to have our stanley cup playoff or stanley cup final sorry preview show so stay tuned for that quick one today but i just i had to talk about this game because it was so much fun um again shout out clearwater cleaning solutions they are the studio sponsor for couch potato diary they are your one-stop commercial and residential cleaning company based out of Calgary. They have a fantastic team who are ready to make your life simpler and easier by fulfilling all of your cleaning needs. Talk to you guys tomorrow. I'm out.